Well, good morning. If you have your Bibles, find your place in Psalm 71. Merry Christmas, and it's good to see you. If you're a guest with us here today, or if you're joining in with us uh, online, may the Lord bless you. I'm Pastor Mike, and we're honored to have you here with us today. And my prayer for you is, is that this will be a very special and wonderful, glorious, Christ-filled Christmas for you and your family. These days I am speaking to the church and have been for some time about hope in God. I would encourage you, maybe you have a friend, truly, who would uh, need to know what it means to hope in God. Well, we've put around the church these cards that have the uh, outline of the things that I've been sharing with you. I've been seeking to share my testimony as a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm unashamed of, of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and so I want to give an account to anyone who asks me about the hope that is in me, and I want to do it with uh, uh, humility and also with gratefulness to God. Perhaps my example will be an example for all of you who are followers of Jesus. This would be the time of year especially this would be the time of year especially to say to someone who's got a heavy heart, who's struggling, who has issues in their life, that they can have hope in God through Jesus Christ. It would be your opportunity to share the gospel. And I know many of you are doing that and I know you will do it. <clears throat> so today we come, I continue my testimony and I bring you to one of my most favorite uh, Psalms. And we're going to spend our time here and I'll do my best to Move us along as best I can. Be patient with me. I think there are a lot of things I need to say to you, so it will take me a few minutes to do that. But in Psalm, but in Psalm 71, sometimes I'm not happy in church either, so all's good. <clears throat> That's all right, dear. We love you. We're all right. It won't be that bad when Pastor Mike preaches, I promise you. Some want to do that, but you don't do it out loud, do you? Psalm 71 is the prayer of an old man for deliverance. That must be appropriate for me as an old man to deliver that to you. But this psalm has been very special to me since I was a young man. And for those of you who are my younger brothers and sisters in Christ, I hope to encourage you by these words. And for those of you who are in the middle of life, I hope these words will encourage you. And for those of you who are, who are at the end of life or in those last days of life, I hope these words will help you also. They remind us that we hope in God regardless of our circumstances, the season of life, or our age. Uh, and this is a very, very uh, essential psalm for our learning. There are wonderful words here that we can all learn from. These words you can pray. Sometimes you don't know what to pray, do you? Well, you can pray the psalms and you'll find this here. And so I want to share this with you. It's from my heart today to you. And I pray that the Lord would bless you. I want to take the time to read God's Word, and I hope you'll open your Bible. Our boys and girls, <clears throat> excuse me, bring their Bibles, and I'm so glad they do. Boys and girls, find your place in Psalm 71, <clears throat> along with your parents. Keep your Bible open, because I'm going to point out some words <clears throat> that I think will be important for you to learn. But I think it's important, uh, before my words are not as important as the Word of God, so the Word of God is what we will start with, and we will allow the Word of God to speak to us now. So Psalm 71, beginning in verse number 1. In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of habitation to which I may continually come. 
You have given commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the grasp of the wrongdoer and the ruthless man. Now, one of our primary verses for today. For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my confidence from my youth. By you I have been sustained from my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have become a marvel to many, for you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and your glory all day long. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. For my enemies have spoken against me, and those who watch for my life have consulted together, saying, God has forsaken him. Pursue and seize him, for there is no one to deliver. O God, do not be far from me. O my God, hasten to help. Let those who are adversaries of my soul be ashamed and consumed. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor who seek to injure me. Verse 14 is the other of our focus verses. But as for me, I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and of your salvation all day long, for I do not know the sum of them. I will come with mighty deeds of the Lord God. I will make mention of your righteousness, yours alone. O God, you have taught me from my youth, and I still declare your wondrous deeds. And even when I am old and gray, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to all who are to come. For your righteousness, O God, reaches to the heavens, you who have done great things. O God, who is like you? You who have shown me many troubles and distresses will revive me again and will bring me up again from the depths of the earth. May you increase my greatness and turn, uh, and turn to comfort me. I will also praise you with a harp. Even your truth, O my God, to you I will sing praises with the lyre. O Holy One of Israel, my lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you and my soul which you have redeemed. My tongue also will utter your righteousness all day long. For they are ashamed, for they are humiliated who seek my hurt. Now, Heavenly Father, bless the reading of your word, and may the Holy Spirit of God be our teacher today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So today, our focal truth, again, the two verses that I want you to notice very carefully in your Bible as we're thinking about hope in God. Verse 5, verse 5, For you are my hope, O Lord God, you are my confidence from my youth. And then also in verse 14, But as for me, I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. So my testimony continues today. I hope in God because He never changes. I hope in God because He never changes. You see, my dear friends, when you trust God who saves and never changes through the Lord Jesus Christ, 
It produces in you, it produces in you, when you trust the Lord Jesus Christ to save you, the one who never changes, he hasn't changed since the day you were saved, he hasn't changed since the day you were walking in your sin and loss when you were born into this world, when you trust the Lord Jesus Christ, it produces a life of hopeful dependence and confidence in God. You see, we change. This is the psalm of an old man who was once a young man, as we just read these words. He speaks about being young and knowing God. And now he speaks about and prays and asks God, as we're going to see, a number of things as an old man. We change. This time of the year, we're, we're dealing with the Christmas celebrations. We look back at old photographs and other uh, other memories and we see pictures of ourselves and of our loved ones and my how everyone looks so different in days gone by here we are today times change we change but Jesus Christ never changes Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever so Today we have this very special, this very special psalm. Did you notice the amount of times that he talks to God personally? So there are four observations that I want you to make as he prays this prayer. Perhaps it can be a prayer for you. Number one, we learn that he had this great hope in God as an older man because he drew near in faith to God who saves and never changes. Now, I've highlighted on the observations and on the screen for you each of the phrases that I want to emphasize to you today. So how do I grow in hopefulness as a follower of Jesus Christ? Well, I draw near, I draw near to God and continue to draw near to God by faith in Jesus Christ and my walk with God because He saves. He has saved me. He is saving me. He will save me. If you're here and you're a follower of Jesus, He has saved you. He is saving you. He will save you. He, he drew near, this psalmist drew near, this old man who hoped in God, drew near to God, who saves and never changes. Secondly, he, he confessed his lifelong hope in God, who saves and never changes. Third, he asked for continued help, and I should have added in this phrase, he asked for continued help as an old man, for God to save him. Because God never changes. And then also he hopefully praised the God who saves and never changes. He drew near in faith. He confessed his lifelong hope to God. He asked for continued help. And then he hopefully, he chose hopefully to spend the rest of his days praising God. This is a description, my friends, of what it means to hope in God. This psalm is filled with and laced with truth about what it means, what it looks like to have hope in God. As followers of Jesus Christ, regardless of who you are, whatever your age, whether you're young or old, these words are for you. These words are for you in your own relationship with God. And my prayer today is, is that as I point these things out to you, that you might be challenged about your hopefulness in God. Surely... Surely the longer you have walked with God, your hopefulness in God is stronger. Surely as you have walked with God and believed the Lord Jesus Christ from the first day you were saved until now, you have greater confidence and assurance and hope in God. 
Well, that's what we want to talk about today. Number one, he drew near in faith uh, to the God who saves and never changes. Look at these words, how precious they are. He, he is describing for us, he is speaking to God in words of faith. This is the way you pray. This is the way you pray. Verse 1, in you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed. Some read it this way. In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. I will never be ashamed. In you, please just follow along with your eye through your Bible. Look at this. How many times does the old man pray to you, O Lord? Look at this. He says in verse 3, you have given commandment to save me. Verse 3, for you are my rock and my fortress. Verse 5, for you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my confidence from my youth. Verse 6, by you I have been sustained from my birth. My birth. Verse 6, you are he who took me from my mother's womb. Verse 7, for you are my strong refuge. He goes on and continues to speak to God about who He is and what He does. He says again, verse 17, O God, You have taught me from my youth. He continues to speak to God, verse 19, You have done great things for me, O God, who is like You? Verse 20, You have shown me many troubles and distresses, but You will revive me. Again, verse 21, May You increase my greatness and turn uh, to comfort me. And then 22, to you, I will sing praises with the lyre. And verse 23, and my soul, which you have redeemed. You see, this is what we do. We put our faith in Jesus Christ, my dear friends. I have continued to appeal to you if you are discouraged today, if you are depressed today, if your mental and emotional condition is one of being in uh, trouble and despair, you must ask yourself, if you say you're a follower of Jesus, why am I in despair? I hope in God, listen, because first I draw near to Him and I believe in Him. You must say to the Lord, regardless of your circumstances, in you, O Lord, verse 1, I have taken refuge. That means I go to the place of shelter. That means I go to the place of protection. That means I go to the one who guards my life. That means I go to the one who saves me and protects me. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, the reality is that you go to Him as your refuge. He is your Savior. He is your Lord. And He never changes. The Lord has never changed. From the day you were born again to the day you live in. Regardless of what circumstances and situations you are facing, the Lord never changes. So we must learn to say, In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Many took refuge in these last uh, hours we've had around us because of the terrible storms. Rightly so, to be protected from the winds and the danger. But there is one who is our eternal permanent refuge. And you must, if you're going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ from the youngest of days to the oldest of days, there never comes a time when you do not need to say or pray, In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. When we trust the Lord Jesus by faith, we take refuge in Him.
That's what that means. When we trust the Lord Jesus by faith, when we draw near to Him in prayer, when we speak with the Lord from our heart, we, we, we take refuge in Him and we experience, listen, as we draw near to Him, He draws near to us. As we've seen before, the Holy Spirit of God encourages us. We have the love of God poured out in our heart and our hope rises as we take refuge in Jesus Christ. I've, I shared this verse with you a few weeks ago, Hebrews chapter 6, 18. You ought to mark it in your Bible. Keep it there for all your days. Hebrews 6, 18. We who have taken refuge have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. I'll read it again, Hebrews 6, 18. We who have taken refuge have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope that is set before us. Secondly, not only does he to gain and grow in his hopefulness, draw near in faith to the God who saves and never changes, but he confesses to God. You know, we confess to God our sins, but we must also learn, my dear brothers and sisters, to confess to God what it is we're appreciative of, what we're thankful for. And now he expresses in in a form, his thankfulness to God. He confesses his lifelong hope in the God who saves and never changes. Ah, he's saying the same things as an old man that he used to say as a young man of faith. Do you speak to God in the same way as you grow older as you did when you were younger? When the fire of God seemed to burn stronger in your life, but now it seems to have waned in your life? Do you, do you confess to God lifelong hope in Him? What does He say here? Verse 5, for you, it is, an, it is an expression of praise. Here's how you praise God. You speak to Him what He does for you. You get on your knees, you bow before Him. When you pray, you thank Him for what He does for you, by you, for you. Are my hope, O Lord, and you are my confidence from my youth. He thinks back on all the days of his life. He thinks back on the ability. What was it that gave him confidence as a young man? It was his walk with God. What was it that kept him going when troubles came? It was his, it was his hope in God. Have you experienced in your life the confidence that comes from knowing Jesus Christ from your youth? Look at how he thinks about this for a moment. Verse 6, by you I have been sustained from my birth. You know who keeps you alive since the day you were born? God keeps you alive. Did you know you have another day of life today? Because God has extended your life another day. He says, by you I have been sustained from my birth and you are he who took me from my mother's womb. The the absolute miraculous joy of birth, the giving of children, the blessing of being born into this world. My praise is continually of you. This is what God has done for us. Not only has He looked out for us so that we might be born into this world. Listen to me. If you are a Christian, He also has brought you to new birth in Jesus Christ. You have been born again. Praise God for what He has done in you, O Lord, I have taken refuge, verse 1. Verse 5, for you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my confidence from my youth. You see, he goes on and he describes a phrase here that I want you to see. It's several places in this psalm. 
as he begins to speak about his lifelong confidence in God, look at this now. He declares that he praises God all day long. Read it with me. Notice verse 7. I have become a marvel to many. You see, that's what happens when you're saved. People are amazed that you have a different attitude than you used to have. When you come to know Jesus Christ, you don't talk like everybody else talks that lives for themselves and lives in wickedness. You don't have the same values. You've become a marvel to many. For you are my strong refuge. But here it is, verse 8. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. He praises God and the glory of God is with him. Notice, all day long. Look at verse 15. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and of your salvation all day long. Look at verse number 24. My tongue also will utter your righteousness all day long. So some of you today is going to be a hard day. And you say that. We use that euphemism in our language, don't we? say, well, today's going to be a hard day. Today's going to be a long day. Every day's a long day. But every day can be a day to glorify God. So he uses this phrase, all day. You see, his lifelong hope in God, listen to me, has, has reminded him that he's saved, and he's saved by a God who never changes, and it produces in him unceasing thankfulness and praise. The phrase all day means every day in everything. As for me, he declares. This is his testimony. We'll see in just a moment. As for me, he declares in verse number 14. I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. And your salvation all day long. I wonder what you're... Did you know today you're going to have a full day? Lord, Lord willing, if we don't die today during the day. You have another full day to live. I'm going to ask you this. How are you going to spend your day? How are you going to use your day for yourself? Or are you going to use your day to honor and glorify God? How will you use your day? All day long when you got up to the time you go to bed, you have all day long. What will you do with your day? What will you do with your time? This becomes so important. So he drew near in faith to God who saves and never changes. Secondly, his hope was growing because he continued to praise God and confess Him for his lifelong hopefulness in God who saves. But in the third place, notice he asked for continued help from God. Now as an old man, he's asking God to help him. There's an old saying that I want you to think about. First, let's read these words. Verse number Verse number nine, do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not cast me off in time of old age and do not forsake me when my strength fails. Do not cast me off in old age and do not forsake me when my strength fails. Now, the saying is this, often the heart is black while the head is gray. Often the heart is black while the head is gray. You see, even as an old man, he needed God. He needed God not to forsake him, but to strengthen him. I want to say this to all of you and remind you. I want to remind the old who are here 
And I want to remind the young who are here, just because someone is old does not mean that they are godly. Just because someone has uh, grown old does not mean they have wisdom. Just because someone is old, it doesn't mean that they have all the answers. You see, this man began his walk with God when he was young. The saddest thing is to find old people who are arrogant and prideful and not dependent on God like they once were. And if you're a follower of Jesus Christ and you be among those who are older, how, it, how this psalm ought to show you and demonstrate to you what it means to grow in praise for God and hopefulness in God. Oh, what a sad thing to see old age bring godless behavior. Have you ever heard of Solomon in the Word of God? Have you ever heard of Asa in the Word of God? Have you ever heard of Lot in the Word of God? I could go on. Oh, often the heart grows black while the head is gray. No, you see, this old man knew, verse 5, but you are my hope, O Lord God, and the confidence from my youth. He knew. He knew the only way he was able to make it and live for God was by the power of God in his life as he trusted him as his refuge and his protection and his strength. And now he appeals, don't cast me off in the time of my old age. And he says in verse 14, as for me, I will hope continually. You see, this is his, this is his statement of faith. He's saying this, listen to me, he's saying this to God. He is declaring to God his full commitment by faith. He is confessing to God how he seeks to live. He says, but as for me, it's a statement of his faith in God. He will continue as for me. Look, whatever your circumstances are today, all of you must be able to say as followers of Jesus, regardless of what you're going through, as for me, as for me. As for me, I will hope continually. I will hope continually in my pain. I will hope continually in my joy. I will hope continually in my abundance. I will hope continually in my losses. As for me, this is what we say. These are the words of hope. I've said to you before, hope is something you say with your mouth. It is what you speak with your words. And he declares here, as for me, I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. It is a statement of faith, as for me. It's a statement of confident hope in God, as for me. It is a statement of assurance in God, as for me. As for me, I am expectantly waiting on God. Are you saying that today in your life? Well, that's the words of hope. That's what hope teaches us. And those of us who are old, may we be willing to ask God. May we be willing to ask God to let us finish our work. Notice what he says in verse 18. When I am old and gray, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation your power to all who are to come. You have a job to do. You've been saved with a purpose to serve. You are to glorify God in your body. You've been given spiritual gifts, my Christian friend. You're to use them. And you're to use them until God's finished with you. 
You're to use them and finish the work God's called you to do. I find it interesting that lots of people worry about what other people are doing for the Lord. They just don't pay attention to what God wants them to do for the Lord. Perhaps today is your day to refocus on you, not everybody else. Are you, are you asking God, let me finish well? I said it before, I'm going to say it again. The saddest thing in the world, hear your pastor's heart. The saddest thing in the world is to see an old Christian shipwreck and lose their witness and walk away from God. And don't think it can't happen. The saddest thing in the world is for us to miss the opportunity to do what God's called us to do in the place He puts us for the time He gives us. So He finally, hopefully, praises the God who saves and never changes. He's speaking to the one who never changes. When you pray, you're speaking with the God who never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In all the parts of your life, He is the same yesterday in your life, today, in your life and forever. He is the one. He is the God who saves and never changes. And when I put my faith in Him, when I draw near to Him, when I confess to Him my hope in Him, and when I ask Him for continued help, what happens? The final thing. He breaks out in praise. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all day long. Verse 15. He praises God and thanks God that he can grow more and more in his hopefulness. He praises God and thanks God for his unending salvation. It's all day long, my friend. It's all day long. It's every day. It's everything. All day, every day, everything. That's what he's saying. I'm going to praise you all day long. Look, days come with all kinds of things. Today is not going to be like tomorrow if you have tomorrow. Today is not like yesterday. Every day has its own uniquenesses. What did the Lord say? Quit worrying because every day has trouble of its own. That's what the Lord was trying to say to us. You're worrying about tomorrow. It's going to have its own matter of issues. You have today. You have today. So all day long, what will you do all day long? Complain? Gripe? Live in unbelief, walk away from God, spend your time on your own priorities, set your own schedule, do whatever you want to do. No, the man or woman of God who has put their faith in Jesus Christ and hope in Him, as for me, I hope continually, and I will praise you yet more and more. Verse 14, my mouth shall tell of your righteousness and of your salvation all day long. I'm going to keep talking about Jesus Christ all the days of my life. So what do we remember today? Number one, you see, trusting God who saves and never changes brings lifelong hope. This is what I've been trying to say. I'm trying to draw it down to some, some application for us here. Here's my point. My point is, my dear brothers and sisters... My prayer is for you that hope will grow in your life. It's not something you grit your teeth and look in the mirror and hope to do by determination. Doesn't happen by self-determination. You can't talk yourself into hopefulness. It's a grace gift from the Holy Spirit of God because you're saved, but it's all based on how you're trusting God today or not trusting God. If your hope is fading, it is because your faith is weak. 
You must take the Word of God to strengthen your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The only thing that will bolster your faith is not a good saying or some good book you read. It is the Word of God. You must feed on the Word of God to strengthen your hope. But it comes as a result of your faith. When I, my faith is strong, my hope is strong. The God who never changes can be trusted. Listen, I put it here in caps. All day, every day, in every way. And in this room, there are enough every ways going on. There are enough every days going on in this room. And, and every one of them are different. And the Lord never changes and He will help every single one of us Every single one of us, all day, every day, in every way. God's unchanging saving grace is for all ages and seasons of life. You young people who are here, boys and girls, start following Jesus Christ as a child, as a young person. You'll never regret it. Follow Jesus Christ all the days of your life. Put your trust in Him. Learn to read your Bible. Learn to mark those places in your Bible that matter. Go back to them. Talk with your parents about it. Talk with your teachers here at the church. Listen when the Bible is taught and when it's preached. Read it for yourself. God's unchanging, saving grace is for all ages and seasons of life. That's why we go to the old and say to them, you can be saved. It doesn't matter if you've wasted all of your life. You can still be saved. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. And we can say to the youngest, start your life right. Follow Jesus Christ. Believe in Him and be saved. You see, the hope-filled person, the hope-filled person never stops praising the God who saves and who never changes. That's what we do when we have this kind of growing hope in our life. So, draw near and take refuge in the Lord Jesus Christ. I appeal to some of you, uh, this is what I would say to you for your daily use this week. This is what I would appeal to you to do. Draw near. Look, the alarms on my phone were going off from 2.30 in the morning, two days ago, till late in the morning, uh, late in the early morning, warning us of impending danger from tornadoes, and they were real warnings, weren't they? They were warnings that should be paid attention to. I'm trying to warn you today. I'm trying to warn you today to turn from your sinfulness and follow Jesus Christ. I am trying to warn you today, you don't have all of life to make a change. Who told you you have tomorrow? Who told you that this isn't the end of your life? Today, I'm standing here warning you. I'm warning and appealing to you. Follow Jesus Christ. Trust Him as Lord and Savior. Draw near and take refuge in Him. And I'm warning those of you who are followers of Jesus who have slipped away. You must go back to the refuge. You're trying to put other people and other things in place of your protection in your life. It's never going to work. Only the Lord Jesus can protect you and save you. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ and continue to live by faith in Jesus Christ and confidently trust Him and hope in Him all day. All day. Every day. For everything. Every single day. This is what Paul meant when he says, Give thanks. For this is the will of God for you 
in Christ Jesus. Give thanks. Give thanks for what you don't like. Give thanks for the hard days. Give thanks for the blessed days. Give thanks for His gifts and His provision. Give thanks. Give thanks with a grateful heart. But as for me, I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. All right, my friend. Here's my question to you as we close. And this is, a, this is a question you can answer regardless of your age. But this is my final question to you based on all of this. Please hear me. Don't be distracted. Listen. Listen to me. Are you growing more hopeful as you grow older? Are you growing more hopeful as you grow older? Well, this psalm can help you know the reasons and the, and the way in which you can grow more hopeful as you grow older.